Hey everyone. Life can be pretty hectic and I find that I can rush from, from one day to the next without taking any time to stop and to think. Actually, wait a second, what is this all for? What is the purpose of my life? And it's really helpful to do that from time to time, to stop and to ask that question, because when we're clear about what our purpose is, then it means that we can do those daily tasks with renewed focus and it helps set our priorities and, and it helps decide how we spend our time and our energy and our money and all the other stuff. So let's just remind ourselves from the scripture, the answer to that question, what is my purpose? Of course, first and foremost, our purpose is him. It's, it's to be with him, it's to enjoy him. From that, everything else flows. In, in the same way that the purpose of friends is not to do things together, it's to be in each other's company and to enjoy the other person. And from that, all the great stuff comes. Same is true of a marriage, same is true of any healthy relationship, it's, it's to enjoy the other. Um, and for us, infinitely more so with him. When we love him, we live for him. And so it's, it's to, to enjoy his company before anything else. At the same time, when we see Jesus in the Gospels, he is on a mission and he clearly has an understanding of his purpose. And um, really from, from the very first words that his ministry launches with, he's off. And uh, in Matthew chapter 17, sorry, Matthew chapter 4, right at the start, verse 17, it says this. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. His purpose was to advance the kingdom of heaven. And now that we've given our lives over to him, we've surrendered them to him, our, our purpose, that, that question of what is my purpose, surely the answer has to, has to be um, a different question. Well, what is Jesus's purpose? Because I've surrendered to him now. I've decided to follow him, to carry my cross and to walk in his footsteps. So I'm joining in with what he's doing. And just as 2,000 years ago when he launched his ministry, his purpose was to advance the kingdom of his father, the same is true today. He's advancing the kingdom of his father. And so our role, our purpose is to do just that. And I, I love reading the Gospels because so often in modern society, and if you've ever watched the launching of a political manifesto, it's one of the most depressing things you can ever witness, really. It's a, or at least to me, it comes across like that. There's a there's some sort of backdrop with the colour of the political party and someone stands there in a suit and reads stuff off an auto cue and everybody claps in the right places and it's a lot of talk. But the kingdom of heaven is, is not just a matter of talk. It is a new reality. It is God's um, renewal of all things. And Jesus doesn't just announce the kingdom of heaven is here. He then goes ahead and just in all of his actions as well as his words, he just, um, he just, it just happens around him and through what he does. I love reading this description of the kingdom of God. And uh, it's written by a guy called Mike Reeves. And he, he talks about Jesus coming and he says, this is not a purposeless self-announcement. In the coming of the Son of God, we see the ushering in of a kingdom. The kingdom of God, which fulfills every human dream. Now listen to this, because if this is our purpose, I don't know about you, but when I read this sort of stuff, I think, yeah, I could give myself to that. Listen to this, the kingdom of God. The coming 
of the kingdom of God means the driving out of the evil that oppresses us. If I drive out demons by the spirit of God, said Jesus, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. It is like a treasure, a great pearl, a wedding feast, and yet it is for the poor in spirit. I love that, the most precious thing you could ever get and yet available to those who can't afford it. It means the healing of the sick, the raising of the dead, the cleansing of the lepers, the casting out of demons. In other words, utter transformation for people who feel like I, my life could never be different. It is a kingdom of the humble. It means judgment on evil and self-righteousness, the provision of daily bread and welcome for the outcasts. It's a kingdom, in other words, of open arms and open hands. It is the binding up of the broken, the forgiveness of sins, the beginning of the renewal of all things. Jesus begun that um, when, when he starts his ministry. He ultimately, he wins the victory for that when he dies on the cross and is resurrected again. And he is going to return. We know this from the Bible. He's going to return and that is going to be the ultimate consummation of his kingdom. Finally, all things will be made new. And we're living in this time in between where he's effectively already won the victory. But the final consummation of that victory hasn't happened yet. A little like back in World War II, when D-Day happened and the Allies got a foothold in mainland Europe, effectively uh, the war was only ever going to go one way. But it wasn't until VE Day, victory in Europe, that finally the war ended. The war is only going one way. Jesus is the king and he rules and he reigns on the throne of heaven. And yet, the final consummation hasn't happened. So we find ourselves in our every day at the forefront of the advance of the kingdom of heaven. And we're on the winning side, but we still have a significant role to play. That is the big picture. How that works out in our every day is something just to, um, I think for each of us just to consider. And here's a, here's a few thoughts on that. The first is it works out and it really does work out through the every day when we do it before him. So just all the stuff we have to do every single day. For, for me, that's getting up, going to work, changing nappies, cleaning the house at the end of the day. Um, but Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 24, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as if working for the Lord, not for human masters. Somehow it's hard to join the dots, isn't it, between the great kingdom of heaven advancing and the spreadsheet that I have to do, or the piece of homework I've got to do, or whatever it is that, that it's just the normal mundane things we get caught up in and, and just have to do as part of life. But in that verse, what it says is we can do them before the Lord with all our heart and then it becomes worship to him. And I think that in that it becomes advancing his kingdom. Um, I remember reading a story about a girl who was a cleaner for her job and she became a Christian. And someone said to her, what difference does that make now that you're a Christian to how you do your job? And she just said, now when I sweep, I sweep under the mats what she was getting at is now I clean even the bits that no one else sees because I'm doing it before him. So that nappy, I know this sounds a bit weird, but can become a worship to the king and therefore a means of advancing his kingdom. Second thing, it's the everyday stuff, but it's also it's getting our orders for, for what particularly might the king have for us that we don't know about in this particular day. 
So in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, um, Paul says, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In other words, it's like the angels have been out in the night preparing little good works for us to do, and then we get the joy of waking up in the morning and trying to find them, um, like going on a little treasure hunt, an Easter egg hunt. And it, is, it, is it this person you brought into my path? Is it this person who's ringing me now? Is it the neighbour who I just noticed is really struggling? What are those things that particularly he's prepared in advance for us? As agents and servants of the king, our job is to find those things and to do them. So what are those particular things for you today? And then finally, um, something that's just kind of a theme that I think I know I want it to run throughout my life. I think we build the kingdom by building up people. And we're living in a world where it's, it's, it's uh, not always, but often tearing people down. And as Jesus's people, we want to build people up. And one of the ways we do that is we encourage. And we encourage with our words, but there's more than just words. We can encourage with our actions, serving people, taking them a meal, whatever it might be. But finding ways to encourage people really does transform. And this is a time, and these are days, but honestly, that is needed more than ever, where people are desperate for it. There is, in fact, so much need, it can seem a little overwhelming. And whenever I get a bit paralysed because I can see how much need there is and I feel like I can't never meet that, um, I'm always reminded of that old story that's like somebody probably made up, but is about the starfish. I don't know if you know that one, but it's about the guy that's walking on a beach and he sees that, that all these hundreds of thousands of starfish have washed up on the, on the sea and they're going to die um, because they're out of the out of the they're washed up on the sand they're out of the sea and so um, he's walking along and then he comes across another person who's already there on the beach and this other guy is picking up a starfish and throwing it in the sea and then going to the next starfish picking it up and throwing it in the sea and the guy says to him you know why are you doing this what difference can it make there's hundreds and thousands of starfish here and then the guy just bends down picks up a starfish throws it in the sea and says it made a difference to that one. Picks up another one, throws it in the sea. It made a difference to that one. How do we build the kingdom of heaven? What is your purpose? Same as mine, same as Jesus's purpose, to advance the kingdom of our Father. One way we can do that today is to build people up. Don't be overwhelmed by this scale of the need. Look at the person in front of you. Love them, serve them, and build them up. God bless.